Welcome to my podcast, let's go! I'm all about doing what I wanna do And living life to the fullest Every day, me and my team We're on a mission to help you achieve all of your dreams Welcome to my first investment property podcast Where we talk about our experience gained, wisdom learned And the lessons learned throughout the process of real estate investment and development I'm Edwin Carrion, the creator of my first investment property podcast Stay on after the show And I'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest growing podcasts in our industry. With that being said, let's get started. Hey, super excited to be back with you here in studio. And today my guest is Marcus Ogden. I think you're going to really enjoy his story. I have loved looking and digging into his background and uh, his backstory and what he's done. So, hey, Marcus, welcome to the show today. How you doing, Doug? Thanks for having me on, my friend. Hey, just uh, just so inspired. You know, I had a chance to listen to a number of your videos and and uh, had to cut them short because, you know, I had to do the live piece. So here we are. So do you want to share with our audience just a little bit of your little bit of your background, your backstory and, uh, you know, how you got started in your business? Yeah. So my name is Marcus Ock. I'm from Washington, D.C. I am uh, currently a national international keynote speaker, executive coach, best-selling author and consultant. I'm also a brand ambassador for different organizations. Uh, I am a former NFL athlete. I was drafted out of Howard University in Washington, D.C. I'm actually the first and only offensive lineman ever drafted from Howard to the National Football League today, still to this day. You know, for me, I had a great time in the NFL, played under some great coaches, Jack Del Rio, who was the Washington football team, uh, Brian Billick, Jeff Fisher, Mike Malarkey. Uh, those were my head coaches. And been around some of these great f- former players, Ray Lewis, to Ed Reed, to my brother, John from Ogden. And for me, Doug, the NFL talking a lot about leadership, a lot about structure, and a lot about how to really build a team atmosphere when you, you know, are having ups and downs. You got to have that team atmosphere to kind of push you through having that really good, strong, healthy culture. I got out of the NFL, struggled with transition immensely for about um, six months, finally found a construction business called Caden Premier Enterprises. Grew into the largest African-American subcontracting company, Doug, in the area of site work in Baltimore City in the state of Maryland. But unfortunately, as I had success, my ego just came right in the door with it. And I became very pompous, very arrogant, couldn't talk to me. As a result of that, uh, Doug, I ended up getting overextended and I ended up losing my company. It was an eight-figure-year business and I ended up losing everything I owned in 2013 because I spent about close to $3 million of my money unexpectedly. And as a result of that, I ended up getting over leverage and I lost everything. Chapter seven, bankruptcy, home foreclosed on the works, cars repossessed, no money. I moved down to Raleigh, Doug, where I currently live, $400 to my name. That's wow. it. Wow. And then I ended up working a job at Merrill Lynch. I got fired uh, after two months, all my fault. Worked for a construction company the next day, got fired five days later. And I ended up having to take a job coaching kids football, to, you know, private instruction. And then it was making enough money there. Then I got into being a custodian, making $8.25 an hour, Doug, on the night shift uh, from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Then I had what I tell everybody is my spoiled milk moment, my pivotal moment. And I thank God every day for that custodian job, because without the pivotal moment, Doug, I wouldn't be here right now because I probably would still been in victim mode, like, oh, poor me. Oh, it's everybody's fault but <laughs> yeah. mine. Yeah. You know, I was a great, you know, like, you know, I was a great high school football player. 
I was a great player, all this stuff. And it doesn't matter anymore because I'm out of football. And that's when I had that moment. I said, okay, I'm going to become a speaker. I'm going to turn my life around. And that's what I did. And I worked hard two and a half years, Doug, not one paid job, not one. Wow. Today, I got my first paid job in April 2016. And I haven't looked back, Doug. I've worked for 17 Fortune 500 companies as a speaker. Of the 17, Doug, 10 are Fortune 100. Been very fortunate to have some amazing clients, some great people around me, uh, great brand, you know, recognition where I've said, I work for that organization. They're one of our consultant partners. But again, Doug, it's like, it just took a long time. It took a lot of work and I lost it all and I had to rebuild to get where I am today. Well, I, I, I made a note when I was listening to one of your videos and I, the three words that I wrote down where you talked about the keys to being successful were ambition, drive, and hard work. Absolutely. So ambition, Doug, is about setting your goals, creating your roadmap for success. If you go through life with no ambition, it's like you have no purpose. It's like, right. you're like, oh, I'm just here. Okay, that's not good enough. And then you have to have drive. It's about being inspired over motivated. Don't look for short-term success or short-term notoriety or game or fiscal external forces. Look within yourself for a passionate career or a long-term strategy. And then hard work. Focus on yourself, not the competition. Know what your competition is doing. But don't focus solely your entire life and your existence on them because what's going to happen, Doug, you're going to drive yourself insane. Well, and I was looking through some of the coaching work that you do, and I think of you know how closely the parallels are between business and sport. And it seems like sports got it figured out that you need coaches, you need mentors, you need training. And often business people will get into business and for some reason think they can do it on their own. And when you suggest they need coaching and mentoring and training, it's like, no, I don't need that. Uh, it's like, just look at professional sports. They've got it figured out. You need all those people to be a high performing athlete. Why wouldn't you leverage that biz- that model for your business? Oh, Doug, it's like for me, I felt the same way. I started in 2013. I was too poor to afford a coach. So I just started listening to podcasts, stuff like that, trying to get information. Then I got my first paid job in 2016 and I started coaching. I opened up a coaching business. I got one client. Doug, one. Then in 2018, I started up the coach business again. I took off to all 2017. I went to a coaching program at Penn State that the NFLPA retired players requested I go. I didn't want to go, Doug, fully and honestly. Like, I know everything. I'm fine. So then the senior director was an NFL former player, Andre Collins, played at Penn State played for the Redskins, won a Super Bowl with the Redskins and played with the Bears, said, Marcus, you're good at what you do. But if you want to be great, go to this program. It's up to you. It was the best decision of my life, Doug, because it taught me, it elevated me from an average speaker to where I am today. And I'm still growing because I'm always learning. Like today, I am much surpassed where I was in 2018. But if you ask me to go to a program today, I'm going to go. Because sure. the way I think today is different than the way I thought in 2018 when I thought I knew it all. I had a couple of paid jobs here or there, but I didn't have any good consistency. I didn't have any good substance. And I was just somebody who literally thought he could show up and get a job done. Whereas today I'm organized, I'm methodical, I think things through, I'm very cognitive, 
and I have a strategy for all that I do in my business and in with my team in our business. So could you share with the audience a bit of that, that change in thinking and mindset? Because you went from, like you said, hey, I don't really want to go to the program. Somebody, you know, lucky had a good friend that encouraged you to go and you made that decision. So, you know, often we're faced, we're in tough times. We're looking now that there's these economic issues that we're dealing with with COVID and people are going to be struggling and might be sitting on the fence where you were not taking that step. So what was it that changed your mind? Well, how did you change your mindset? What changed my mindset is that the person and the people that were going to coach me had far more experience in business and consulting than I did. Not really speaking, but business and consulting. And then I realized that the program, I could take their consulting expertise, business expertise, I can weave it into my speaking platform. So if you're going to work with someone, if you're on the fence, work with someone that has expertise in your field, in your area, but do this. Make sure that you gather testimonials and or i.e. social proof to work with that person. If that person doesn't have social proof or can't show you people they've worked with or helped, then that's not for you. And then find someone that actually fits you. Make sure that where you're going, the alignment of goals that you have aligns with the goals of the person that's coaching you, right? If that person can't align with you or can't see your vision, that's the wrong coach. I coach about 30 people right now, you know, weekly or biweekly. All of my clients, I align with their goals and their desires. And because of that, they've referred me a ton of business. I have gotten a lot more speaking jobs. I've got a lot more consulting work. But again, it's that process. How can you put that your ego aside and say, hey, who is doing what I'm trying to do? And or more importantly, who has done what I'm trying to do? Yep. And let them coach me to the next level. So my coach, Brad, he has been where I'm trying to go. And so the way he coached me has only helped me ascend to help my clients, my consulting clients, and my speaking clients. Yeah, it totally makes sense. I mean, my rule of thumb is never ask anyone for advice who hasn't done what you're going to do or is willing to pay the price that you're willing to pay. Agreed. And so like Warren Buffett says, I'll never invest in a business owner that hasn't failed three times. If you haven't failed three times, you don't know what failure really looks like because you don't really know how to bounce. He's right. Yeah. You don't know how to yeah, bounce funny. back. I failed three times. I failed once in a health and fitness business. I failed another time in a clothing business. And I failed miserably in a construction business. So I know what failure is like and I know what to look out for. And I know what to kind of have as the signs. So you don't end up hitting rock bottom like I did. Well, and I think that your story of the of your challenge transitioning from uh, you know being a professional athlete playing in the NFL to private business, you know, there's going to be a lot of people today that are looking at their current situation and they're waiting for things to get the world to get back to normal, and the world's not going back to normal, whatever normal was before. So they're going to have to do what you've done and and make a decision to make a transition because what they did before is not going to be available. No, absolutely not. So like for me. I'm a speaker. I've done, I've had two live, three live speaking events since uh, October, right? Okay. I've had one in Cleveland. I had one in Daytona Beach, Florida. Uh, and I had one in Asheville, North Carolina. Well, interestingly enough, between 
April, between March and October, I had zero live events. Yep. All my events were virtual. Zoom, WebEx, GoToMeetings, Google Hangout. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people, unfortunately, haven't gone and gotten help to how to do better with Zoom or how to create that PowerPoint where they can talk on camera or learn how to you know, work on their craft to be exciting, yet passionate, yet educational to their audience, yet engaging, having good, you know, video presence to, to get more work. Again, sure. it's not easy. Like we had a really hard time, Doug, March and April. By May, we had figured out how to adjust, how to pivot. And as a result of that, our business picked up and we had some really good, great clients who we did a lot of our things for, went to virtual and some consulting. And that's kind of how it went down. And with, because of that, that's how we transition to where we are now. Perfect. So um, how can people, now you're, you've written a book, is it Success Cycle? Is that correct? Correct. Yes. And, and where can people get that? Can they get the book on Amazon? Is it on your website? Great question, Doug. They can get it on our website, www.marcusmarcusogden.com. They can get it on Amazon uh, online, Barnes & Noble online, and also it's in every Barnes & Noble bookstore across the country in the business section. Good for you. I mean, you have such an inspiring story to, to make the transitions. And like you said, so for you know our audience that's listening, if you only failed once, just get the next two out of the way and move along, right? I mean, truly, like it's, it's like it's, there's winning and learning. Like even if you fail, there's no failure. It's like, okay, what did you learn? Like in my construction, Mrs. Doug, I learned to never, ever let your team feel that you as the leader don't allow inclusion. And that was the biggest reason I lost my best employee. He tried to get me some advice about the business. I shunned him. And when I shunned him, he came in that following Monday. It was a Friday where I shunned him. He gave me his two-week resignation papers. Two weeks later, he's working at a big, another big site work company. I'm out of business wow. because I didn't value him. And as a result of that, that's what put me, you know, that put me under. Wow. Great advice. I just want to say thanks so much. I just appreciate connecting with you. Um, I've loved looking at your website and uh, listening to the videos and I see that you've got a bunch of stuff up on YouTube. What's the best place for people to learn more and connect with you, Marcus? They can go to our website again, www.marcusogden.com, or you can shoot us an email, marcus at marcusogden.com. Shoot us an email, you know, connect with us. We're very easy to chat with, you know, just kind of bounce some ideas off of anything like that. So again, reach out to us through our website or through our email. Perfect. Hey, thanks again. Just appreciate it. I've uh, got, like I said, some great notes here. Uh, just uh, thanks for sharing and being so generous with your time. Doug, I appreciate it. Have a great day, my friend. You too. Thanks so much. I'm all about doing what I want to do. And living life to the fullest Every day, me and my team We're on a mission to help you achieve all of your dreams Thank you for listening to my first investment property podcast If you're interested in sharing your story And you want to be a guest on my show Please visit my website edwincarrion.com forward slash podcast forward slash apply And if you like what you heard today Please follow me on my social media channels Instagram and Facebook at edwincarrion78 or click on the link on my website. Also, please subscribe to our show 
on Apple, Google, Spotify, and you'll find our podcast there, whatever you listen to your podcast. Once again, I'm Edwin Carrion. Thank you for listening to my first investment property podcast. Until next time. Mm-hmm.